millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mula sa Quezon City, ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Taal Volcano remains on alert level 4. Officials say a big eruption is still imminent if still difficult to predict. Do not let the current calm lull you into complacency. But as the volcano has taken a couple of days so far to be relatively quiet, it's also a good time to ask what should happen to its most affected communities, the island's residents, beyond this latest eruption. Officials are in fact already asking that question, a question that sa totoo lang has been repeatedly asked in the past. If the Taal region is a permanent danger zone, why are people even allowed to settle there? Should settlements in or even around Taal be banned entirely? Briefing President Duterte in Batangas, Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana said, people should be barred from returning. I strongly recommend that uh, we strictly implement the suggestion or the recommendation that the, uh, the Taal Island will be the declared no man's land. <clears throat> if there will be another explosion uh, more violent, I think all people there will perish in the Thailand. Lorenzana had actually said that Mr. Duterte had earlier approved the recommendation but responding to the defense secretary, the president, sounded non-committal. I know that you, uh, you cannot make projections actually, Dito, unless there's an activity there which can be seen visually. Despite, in the words of the National Disaster Coordinating Council, strict recommendations against habitation, there are actual villages, houses, and permanent residents on the small island, primarily farmers and fisherfolk and workers tending to fish farms, as well as guides who attend to the hundreds of tourists who hike the volcano island every week. There used to be an official barangay there, Barangay Pulo, that the municipality of Talisay now refers to merely in the past tense, acknowledging the designation of the area as a permanent danger zone. The country's chief volcanologist, science undersecretary Renato Solidum, told President Duterte, barangay or not, settlements were obviously well in place before this last eruption and should be permanently prevented from re-establishing roots. In the long term, after this activity, we need to make sure that nobody should ha- be having permanent settlement on the volcano island and outside on the mainland the local government must be sensitive on the hazards that might arise again in the future for their own development planning. We need to make sure that we learn from this current eruption so that people will be safer in the future. Now, the push to ban settlements in Tal Island is not new. To be more accurate, it is old. 
since the 16th century, Taal has erupted more than 30 times. Each time, the scenes described and captured look very familiar. One challenge remains the same. Ominous rumblings from the Taal volcano south of Manila lead to a general alert and the evacuation of families living nearby. Minor eruptions send steam, rock, and mud into the air while geologists and tourists keep close watch. That newsreel report was from 1967. Take note, covering a relatively minor eruption that came after a bigger explosion in 1965. Here's the report from that more disastrous episode. Above Lake Tal this week, a pillar of smoke and flame and steam. It mushroomed at one time 10,000 feet into the air, a funeral pyre for hundreds of Filipino villagers and fishing families. Most were trapped in their beds. The scenes captured are familiar. Ash blankets the ground. Dead animals are half buried. Farmers flee. In another scene, some return to salvage belongings. They hope to return. But again, even then, the recommendations too were the same. Soon after the disaster, when it was feared that fresh eruptions were imminent, the government stopped people returning and police put the island out of bounds. But some defied the order and the still smoking volcano, seeking to salvage what they could from their shattered homes. Someday, however, they'll go back to the shores of Lake Tal. They'll go back to the island and again start cultivating the fields underneath the volcano, just as their grandfathers and grandmothers did 54 years ago after the first volcano on Tal Island erupted. And that question is being asked again another half century later. A lawyer that two years ago filed a complaint against President Duterte before the International Criminal Court this week withdrew his petition. Lawyer Jude Sabio went to the ICC first in April 2017, saying Duterte's war on drugs was being carried out with reckless disregard for due process and human rights. Nearly two years later, Sabio now says he is backing out ostensibly to stop Duterte's critics from using his complaint as a political weapon against the president. But as far as that complaint is concerned, the ICC has already entered into a phase of preliminary examination, and that process is ongoing. We spoke with law professor Ted De. This was Sabio's complaint. It was also his withdrawal. Thus, his latest move actually stopped what he himself started. The short answer to that question is no, because Article 15 of the Rome Statute creating the International Criminal Court allows the prosecutor to initiate investigations motu proprio, meaning on his or her own, on the basis of information on crimes within the jurisdiction of the court. And the prosecutor is given the power to seek additional information from states, organs of the United Nations, intergovernmental or non-governmental organizations, or other reliable sources that she or he deems appropriate. In any case, Sabio's complaint is not the only one. In 2018, National Union of People's Lawyers President Edre Olalia assisted relatives of drug war victims in filing their own communication 
seeking to hold Duterte responsible for extrajudicial killings attributed to the war on drugs. Attorney Tess says the process for that, too, will likely continue. So the withdrawal by Attorney Sabio of the communication to the ICC will not affect directly the pendency of any other complaints pending before the ICC. U.S. congressmen have delivered to the Senate their vote to impeach President Donald Trump. So in the weeks prior, there was a vote to impeach. Now Trump is officially impeached. This brings to the picture two institutions, the Senate, which will now convene as an impeachment court, and the Supreme Court Chief Justice, Justice John Roberts Jr., who will preside over the trial process. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi spoke before they delivered the articles of impeachment to the Senate. So today, we will make history. When we walk down, when the managers walk down the hall, we'll cross a threshold in history, delivering articles of impeachment against the President of the United States for abuse of power and obstruction of the House. Make it be very clear that this President will be held accountable, that no one is above the law. Observers say convicting and removing Trump by impeachment is still an unlikely scenario. While Democrats control the House of Representatives, Republicans hold the majority in the Senate. Impeachment in the U.S., like in the Philippines, is ultimately a political exercise. That means that senators will begin with real and even overtly acknowledged bias. Still, Justice Roberts swore in the senators with a standard oath to rise above politics and to try to be independent in delivering justice. Do you solemnly swear that in all things appertaining to the trial of the impeachment of Donald John Trump, President of the United States, now pending, you will do impartial justice according to the Constitution and laws? So help you God. The impeachment trial has officially started. It resumes next Tuesday. The Senate has already issued a summons to President Trump. 2019 is officially the second hottest year on record. That's according to the World Meteorological Organization. The hottest year remains 2016. The global average temperature in 2019 was 1.1 degrees Celsius hotter than it was in the pre-industrial period. Last month, WMO Secretary General Petteri Talas said carbon dioxide levels reiterate the undeniable problem and the established evidence on climate change. The carbon dioxide concentration is uh, highest in 3 million years, and uh, 3 million years we had 2 to 4 degrees warmer planet than today, and the sea level was uh, between 10 and 20 meters higher than today. Not coincidentally, therefore, last year also saw more weather-related disasters. WMO says there were more floods, storms, heat waves, and drought. Worldwide, nations are struggling to meet the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement to limit global warming to well below 2 degrees Celsius in the next decades. As a result, Tala says, global warming could actually go beyond 2 degrees. All these findings that we have now is indicating that we are more moving towards 3 to 5 degrees warming by the end of this century. 
Last week, President Duterte appointed Joel Joseph Marciano Jr. as the head of the newly formed Philippine Space Agency. May space agency ang Pilipinas? Yes, meron po. Even before the formalizing of the FILSA, Filipino engineers and scientists have already led the Philippines into the space industry, having developed our own satellites, micro, nano, even small PICO satellites. And with the help of Japan, we in fact, as you know, already launched two microsatellites into space, and that is already helping Filipinos by way of understanding and planning around weather, agriculture, disasters, and our land and seas in general. Mr. Marciano gave us a peek into what Filipino space scientists and engineers are already capable of. So far, what we have built, Diwato 1 and Diwato 2, are microsatellites. Microsatellites are anywhere between 20, uh, 10 to 100 kilograms, or probably a little bit more. They look like balikbayan boxes. So you picture a balikbayan box, that's roughly how how big it is. Micro is like balik, balikbayan box. Right. Uh, Yung uh, nanosatellite, parang shoebox. Parang kahon ng sapato. Ang pico? Ang pico, parang matchbox. And advancements in electronics, uh, computing, uh, as you know, evidently uh, seen through our cell phones, are creeping into space. Uh, so we are learning to build satellites in a smaller form factor. So we are taking advantage of this trend. We had a much longer and interesting talk with the leader of FILSA. Watch for our fuller podcast on that next week. Now, before we let you go, new podcast alert. Hi, I'm Rika Cruz, a licensed psychologist and sex and relationships therapist. It's my mission to help us women learn more about sex for us to be able to own our sexual bodies and enjoy our sexual selves. And when I talk to women, what I want to tell you is this. You're okay. You're normal. Your story is actually my story too. And I want us all women to enjoy sex, to see sex as something good, and to own our womanhood in and out of the bedroom. If that sounds like a conversation you want to be a part of, then listen to my new podcast, Conservative Ako. Kahit hindi naman talaga ako conservative. We'll talk about everything you've always wanted to know about sex and female pleasure. And here, we will help each other embrace and unleash our inner sexy goddesses. Follow Conservative Ako on Facebook. At yan po ang mga balitang Pumapodcast. Please, sabihin nyo naman mga kaibigan nyo. You can also email us at pumapodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Maraming salamat po. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.